Frozen Shows is filmed in front of a live Twitch audience. Hey everyone, welcome back to Bros and Shows. I am your host, Josiah, aka Moller67. And with me, as always, you know I got my buddy, I got my pal, I got my brother, my brother Austin. Austin, how you doing today? I'm doing okay. <laughs> You're doing not okay? Just, just okay? Uh... Yeah, not I'm, not, I'm not a great day. Bad. Like, what's what's wrong, my buddy? Oh, it's just I'm been bad. just long. It's just, just been a lot today. You know, mm. just trying to recuperate from, you know, our Christmas and like trying to catch up on sleep and stuff, and just a lot of stuff's been going on. Like, I've had sp uh, my internet company come out here like multiple trying, trying to figure out why I'm not getting uh, the service I got upgraded to, like the speed. I am. They're doing so, that on purpose. That's why yeah i think so so like it's just a little hectic so yeah it's been it's been a day but you know i'll get over it that's nothing that's yeah, you'll get over it whenever they finally fix your internet because you're freaking paying them for it yep that's exactly how i feel they're not charging for the technician coming out right no no the technician uh things are free as long as like there's a problem yeah and this are they deeming this as an official problem uh, well, they're saying it's the route. They said that they get connection perfectly fine. But once I run connection tests on things, I'm not getting the speeds. I'm getting half those speeds. So I was like, I'm not paying for a service where I get a gig internet and I'm only getting 500 megabytes. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just, that's just stupid. It's not worth it. Yeah, exactly. Was it, uh, what, what was their solutions to it? Get a new router or... Uh, so like I actually had to talk to our buddy uh, because he works for that company and he told me that he's going to help me troubleshoot it after we're done with uh, the stream tonight. And uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to try to figure this out because we think it's he knew exactly which router they gave me and stuff because he installs those. Mm -hmm. So he's like, yeah, you know, did he check this, this? And I was like, yeah, he checked all that. And he's like, all right, well, that doesn't make sense. And he's like, well, maybe your computer just needs updated. And I was like, oh, we'll try that. But he's like, I'll try to walk you through a whole bunch of stuff that I can do over the Discord chat. So the other thing I'm you may want to check to see is your Ethernet cords. Uh, I've actually switched out like multiple ones just to see. Well, are and they all Cat 5 or Cat 6s? Cat 5. Cat 5. Okay. I think Cat 5 throttles. Could be wrong. I forget what it is. I'll have to um, look at I I, I, I know I have, buy the highest one. <laughs> I Yeah, I have a Cat 8. Yeah, I have a Cat 8, which is like, yeah, yeah, the Cat 8s exist. Uh, they're like super expensive. Usually they're like 30 to $40 just for mm -hmm. like a small line. But Cyber Monday had them for 20 bucks. Mm, so okay. I picked up one of those for my computer and yeah, it's the same problem. Well, okay. I guess I'll have to upgrade my cords. I didn't know there was something better than that. Well, I didn't know that. Uh, so Austin, uh, mm -hmm. guess what me and my coworkers did today? What's that? They convinced me, we, we all pitched in a couple of dollars to mm. buy the freaking lottery tickets Oh, in, in Pittsburgh. The, yeah. yeah. In Pittsburgh, it's uh, almost a billion dollars Oh wow! for the mega million or whatnot. And they're all like, let's all like chip in $2. And if anyone, if, if any of these tickets win, we all share the earnings, blah, 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 blah. And they're all like sitting there hyping it up. And I'm just like, whatever, I'll, I'll put you into it. But I, I was talking to him like, my dad does this stuff. I, I never do it. Like, 
Lottery is not something that I actually even like deem as a good money use at all. But hey, you know, I'm also the idiot who sits over here and spends like a couple, uh, couple dollars on a game that I haven't played in over a month. So, yeah, what can you do? That's my life. That's what I do. That's how I feel great about it. But you know, there's other people in the world who are doing things. Wait, no, that doesn't work. There are other people in the galaxy that are doing things that aren't going so well for them. And that's why we're talking about this week episode or show, TV show, sorry, whatever, whatever you want to call it, streaming episode of Andor, a show that Austin, you told me to watch. Um, technically, we had it on the list of shows to watch, but I did not know anything about it before it came out, and you apparently had some like viewing of it prior to it. Uh, yeah, so like I actually was watching it as it came out every. I think it's every week, yeah. Oh, um, okay. Because uh, they actually, this was like one of the first shows that they decided to put on live television. Uh, like it wasn't just Disney only streaming service. Uh, they started putting it on ABC. And because of how many views it was getting, um, it accelerated like people to watch this show. And I think it's because they knew what they got here. Uh, and they were like, hey, we're going to try this. And they're actually doing that with another show. I forget what other show they're doing it with, uh, where it's going to be on live TV too. Uh, it's another Disney like oriented show. I forget what it was, but oh, it was the Santa Claus uh, series that came out during Christmas. They did that too. Oh, uh, with Tim Allen. Yeah. That's too bad. That's too bad. Uh, okay. Okay. So, so this show, did they release all the episodes on TV or what, what they do? Like how they they did like a weekly they did like a weekly episode like thing like they did on disney plus but it came out uh, a little bit later actually so like the disney plus had it for like the first like four episodes and then they were like okay let's try the first episode after the fourth episode just there on disney plus and hopefully what they were i think they were trying to do is like get people to buy disney plus yeah because I mean, they were like oh you know which is you know it's a business it they makes sense that, that, that i think that would be the goal of me airing it on a cable site or whatever is to be like hey mm -hmm. buy the subscription both yeah. of us win. you know <laughs> they get you to watch it on whatever cable program you use and then you get to finish it and watch it up on uh disney plus and then we get your sweet sweet money subscription for the next four episodes mm -hmm. so that that makes sense to me it's pretty pretty straightforward i think all right, Austin. Well, let's start talking about Andor. Go into it. Uh, yeah, Austin. Okay. What did you think when you started watching? Since you watched it episode at a time, obviously it caught your attention. Pay attention to look into it. Um, what what did you think? Like overall slash how you viewed it and everything? Uh, so I will say this, uh, the first two episodes did not get me anywhere really. Okay. Uh, I thought it was kind of like, you know, setting up the lore, like most TV series are like to that point where like, you know, the third or fourth episode is when it starts getting good. Uh, and I, I feel that way with this, but I will say this about Andor. I, you know, you know, we were just talking uh, like over the weekend because you came back from Christmas about how I never really watched uh, Phantom Menace and mm -hmm. i end up watching phantom menace like all the way through 
and I said that movie is awful. Like <laughs> me and you uh, kind of agreed to a point of it. Like we knew that you know we kind of had the same feelings about it. Um, mm-hmm. But you know I've watched a lot of Star Wars, and you can tell when things like get to a point where they're like, "This is good, this is good, this is awful," and like you know I felt like mandalorian was good i felt mandalorian season two was great um boba fett on the other hand i liked it but it wasn't like as good as like mandalorian um and at that time we were getting like why the mandalorian succeeded is because we got three bad star wars films um you know that were just retellings or it was just downright just stupid some of the things that were going on in those movies and it kind of lost hope in the whole Star Wars franchise for me. I was like, ah, I think I'm done with Star Wars for a while. And I watched Mandalorian. I was like, okay, this is good. I like the show. Um, and then season two and then Boba Fett. And then the Bad Batch came out. And Bad Batch season two just dropped today, I think. Like the first two episodes. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm actually going to watch those this week. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> uh, so... I was kind of like, when I found out about Andor coming out, I was like, eh, I don't know how I feel. This is probably what I'm going to skip. I 100% am happy that I did not skip this. I actually thoroughly enjoyed Andor. I think this is the best Star Wars I've seen in a long time. I actually will put this, and I, <laughs> I hate to say it, but I put this as a better show than Mandalorian. Uh, but they're their own separate shows. I get that. But I actually think as a Star Wars property, I like this show more than anything they put out like in the last couple of years. Okay. Um, I just feel like this was more of adult move for Star Wars. Like it was more of like it, it didn't have to play on the cheesiness of like, you know, this like, you know, Stormtroopers missing or like, you know, that Disney trying to uh, like kind of get away I mean, from the violence. They, they, they did miss a lot still. <laughs> but yeah. they weren't the only ones missing. Like everyone apparently was a yeah. terror. We, we've all been over here, been following the protagonist for so long, we forget that everyone in the galaxy's been Yeah, so, you know, I liked Andor because it was a darker tone of Star Wars. Um, I like the adultness to it. It felt real. It felt good. It felt exciting. This, oh my gosh, the episode with the heist was Mm -hmm. so well done that after I watched that episode, I was like, I gotta watch the rest of this. I gotta watch the rest of this. This is so good. I like the show. Um, you know, but that's me. What is your opinion on Andor? What did you think about this? All right. Uh, how how do I how do I put into words my feelings? Um, I mean, I liked it. I I preferred. I, I will still say I prefer Mandalorian. Okay. I understand. And my reason being is that I felt like Mandalorian had the kind of more um, adult slash uh, not as kiddy stuff. The only key stuff you kind of had on that was with uh, Grogu. Mm-hmm. The, the the issue I had with Andor is it was like... How, how do I say this? I was actually thinking this is like a baby's first Game of Thrones. <laughs> and the reason why is because you, I, I assumed we were going to be following Andor. 
or mm -hmm. or Cassie or whatever the dude his his Casey or Cassie or whatever Cassie Andor, the main character. I thought we were going to follow him. He is one of the five essential main characters. Well, maybe I, I think it's more like three, four ish, and they jump between like him, Mom Mothra, that Cyril guy, the the guy who gets completely like he he's just a bad. He does not listen to directive and he, he gets a lot of people angry at him. Uh, mm -hmm. The one girl who is, is, is I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't even remember her name. I just know that I'm, I'm labeling her the Cersei of the show because <laughs> you're like watching her fight and try to like prove that she's right. And you're like, yeah, go show them that you're right. And then when she's in control, she's like, torture them, murder them, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. No. Sure, seen that coming, like you know, Empire's Empire, and we're going to be introduced a character that we should grow to hate. It did not take long. Um, I, I will say this now I found all stories in this show exceedingly boring, except for Andor. Anything Andor's in, I enjoyed, anything he's not in, I, I, I spaced out the, the last like four episodes were semi-enjoyable but not because of anything else going on except for the uh prison uh escape mm -hmm. that was the only thing i found interesting in those last couple episodes and yeah. i'm over here being like gim smeagol free you're free run smeagol and it just it's just one of those things that's like man like the whole mom mothra like when when they when they said their name, I'm like, I know that name. I I recognize that name. I had to look it up. I'm like, oh okay, the one rebel leader. I remember seeing her. Okay, yeah. I don't really care about anyone else. Hmm. No one at all do I care about. I I started caring a little bit about the little robot, the um the little red robot. Yeah, the red I forget his name. I forget his name too. But like, just because he has like a little stutter to him, he's adorable. I like him. I also think he's voiced by someone I recognize. Like he, he sounds familiar whenever, he, like, they don't hardcore jack up his voice with all the uh, voice recognition. Mm -hmm. Um, but like the the show itself was fine. You you say about the heist? I did not really like the heist was okay. The whole time I was watching the heist, the only thing that was entering my mind is like, when's when's it going to go bad? When's it going to go bad? What's the point where it turns bad? And then it turns bad really quickly. Um, I think my biggest issue I had with that part was we, we got so long to, to learn and, and meet all these people. And then they just off them all. Like everyone's dead except for the girl and him. And then whenever you think that Mike from uh, the bear was going to survive, he gets, he gets off too. And you're just like, my man, my, my, my dear brother in the forest, how could you do this? <laughs> and I just, yeah, I, I liked the show. I, I felt like the best part was Andor. Mm. And I, I, I semi felt Rob whenever he wasn't on screen. Yeah. Um, the, the other moving parts were fine. There, there were some great scenes that didn't involve him that I liked, mm -hmm. you know, it, it was like, it just kind of clipped it. It showed the scene where like the Senate's still in session. Like people are still yeah. senators. They're just, you know, puppet politicians. Now 
They they don't have no real. It power. looks like something that like you know we can relate to right now. Uh, you know. Well, yeah, well, but how like how like <laughs> Disney does its like play planning? Like, who cares, Austin? We see it every day. We can mm. we can move past that. But like, mm. I did not I did not care about that, and I was just waiting for like this like super hard cameo drop. Which kind of came with the form of what's his face from Rogue One. I can't remember his name. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the the one guy who kind of sets it all up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I man, I liked it. I can I can argue something. What would you? What was? You say you liked a lot of it. Mm -hmm. What what you want to talk about, Austin? Because I I can I can talk about multiple <laughs> things. Uh, so I just want to say like why i like this so much is because it felt like it was its own thing okay. um it, it kind of felt like rogue one this show is exactly yeah, like rogue it was one. definitely trying to pull off like a, a rogue, a rogue one, one which is why i think they chose to kill off so many people in the original oh, yeah because yeah. they, so they like, wanted it to feel like oh it's not guaranteed for them to escape yeah and that's the thing like i actually thoroughly enjoyed that like i i seriously enjoyed that um I did. I was really shocked that Mike from the Bear was in it. I was like, "Hey, don't I know that guy?" I was. I was, like, I was not shocked that he was in it. I was shocked he did not say the f bomb once. That was the <laughs> one thing I was waiting for. I'm like, if they, if Disney wants to get me with this being a gritty uh, Star yeah. Wars, he has to just turn to him and say like, "Hey, f the Empire," and start shooting like that's yeah. all I want. But nope, didn't do it. Yeah, I, I like, you know, and the thing was was like, I like the heist episode because it made me there's points in my life where i i realized when i like star wars and you, you get this full heist no <laughs> payday three is coming out soon guys download mm -hmm. it no um i feel like this this type of feeling that i get where i feel like something drags me in and it makes me feel like excited mm -hmm. and the heist episode made me feel that way um, because when they were like flying the transport that had all that like credits or whatever in the meteor shower mm -hmm. and the TIE fighters, I was like, I don't know what happened, but I felt excited again. Like I felt like I could like this. Like I was like, I can like this. I don't have to be like, I hate this. Cause walking, the difference is, is like watching the show. I felt something. I felt the excitement. I felt the adrenaline. I felt, I felt like this you know i felt like i was part of the story rise of skywalker never gave me that you know and i feel like this gave me the excitement it gave me the thrill it gave me the drama that i needed it was a show that i was like craving for but i didn't know that i wanted and i i, I laughed i cried i i actually even like where'd you cry at can i ask that uh his mom dying oh okay. so like that was really emotional that makes sense and also i am going to give this a huge shout out the speech that luthan does mm -hmm. um and he's like i am the sun and like i was like yes yes i love monologues like that i love dialogue like that <laughs> like i you know you know like one of my favorite movies of all time is pulp fiction and one of the best monologues in that movie is when samuel jackson 
you know, goes into that room and he starts just laying this huge monologue on people. Like, he's just like, he's like, I will strike down these with great vengeance. And like, I like that acting. And the guy that played him did perfect. And then his mom did that transmission and she did the same energy that that was going on. She was like, fight the resist, you know, fight, stand up, rebel, you know? And I was like, yeah, let's do this, you know? <laughs> I kind of, I felt like the old Star Wars. Like I, I felt that way. Um, it was cool to see some of the connections that did happen in the show that leads up to like, you know, how the rebellion was funded and like how it worked out that way. Yeah. Um, Which I they, liked... they mentioned in like the original Star Wars series about mm -hmm. like the Sanders game. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it, that, that, that's, that's the reason why I'm like, the, they try to make it kind of like political intrigue by introducing Ma, Ma Mothra or whatever her name is, mm -hmm. Ma Motham, Ma Mothma, um, into it. They're like trying to make it all like, ooh. And, and that's why I said like kind of Game of Thronesy, where it's like yeah. constantly jumping between all these different actors. You know, mm -hmm. of that sort. Um, but honestly, like, <laughs> I didn't care. I was really hoping they would actually show the Emperor like in in her story like where he's like going around like talking with sanders or whatnot but he's he's still like in all these versions of um star wars right mm -hmm. um they never show any of the original actors because they they want them to be kind of like Ooh, off to the side or whatnot but you know if if it works to show palpatine like show palpatine I feel like when it comes to the Senate, we should at least see him glimpsely or whatever in the Senate floor or, or something just to kind of like show off like, Hey, you know, he isn't just this boogeyman like he is in, um, the movies. Cause he's, he's basically a boogeyman up till the second one, wherever you see him for the first time, or, or maybe it's the third one that you see him for the first time. Mm -hmm. But that, that, that was my only thing. I was like, I don't really care about mom Mothra or, or the other people in this scenario mm -hmm. um i will, I will martha do you remember grandpa no just that, that I, I was that, i actually think that's what i thought of the first time i heard her name <laughs> and i was like i recognize him from yeah. red layer media yep um but yeah like when uh, when it came to andor i thought he was great i thought he was very entertaining the whole them preparing for the heist was very I was very anxious through that whole point. Like I, I was getting anxious because like I knew what was coming. And I was like, just do it. Just, just jump, get to it. Like stop having all this scene where we're talking about everything. And because of the sheer amount of times that the people were talking about pulling off the heist, my brain went to he dying, he dying, he dying, he dying. When they mentioned the one kid had manifesto, I'm like, oh, he did. Hardcore, like poor kid, that sucks. Poor kid gets crushed. Yeah, and I was just <laughs> like, man, this is, this is some rough stuff right here. Just cause I know what's happening and, and it does. I even think there is one point where they, that someone says something like, I'm um, like, when I start breathing, this will happen or something like that. And I'm just like, he did. Like, he just he just basically gave the whole, like, I'll see you when I die. It's like, oh, you're going to die then. Didn't really didn't really care for, for that too much. But once Andor got 
abducted, which side note, I actually found it was absolutely hilarious how he got arrested and how he messed up and got himself six years in prison. It also made complete sense that the empire would just basically keep re rinsing the prisoners over and over again to keep them forever working, which you do find out it's for the death star, which I assumed whenever it was showing that, because that was always a point of contingency on, um, like in fandoms or whatever people talking about was the resources necessary to build the death star and the labor that was necessary to build it. And it's like, how you get that building labor? Prisoners done infinite labor. And especially if you never really release them, they're all solid. They're all good. You just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. I, what do you think of the, the prison facility? Cause that, that was truly my favorite part of that. Very show. interesting concept. Uh, it took me actually a minute to figure out how the shock system worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I saw the boots and I was like, oh, that's some weird boots. I saw the Nikes. Uh, I straight up looked at those things. I'm like, those, why are those people rocking Nikes? They're, these are important, but like. Back to the future Nikes. Come uh, on, man. <laughs> uh, I was like, I just don't get it. And then when they shocked them, I was like, I that's still didn't get it. Oh, I, I, I got it the second it. that they shocked them. No, the fact no, that like, they told everyone to like, take off their shoes before entering, I'm like, that's what, that's how they get you. I, I didn't, I, I didn't put two and two together until um i realized uh, a little bit later because i thought they might have like implanted them with something that would mm -hmm. make them shock i was like oh that makes sense but uh the part where they made like the floor was going to be hot mm -hmm. when they were going into their own like cells yeah it clicked i said oh this whole place is electrified uh, mm -hmm. you know so i was like okay uh i enjoyed I enjoyed a couple things in the prison. I enjoyed that they had a storyline between um, how it was a factory, but if you were the people that performed the fastest, you got to get like a prize. But if you weren't, you were shocked that day. I thought that was like an interesting take because it made it more gritty. It made it like, wow, I really hate the empire because these people are garbage. Um, you know, especially since Andor was in there for like a shitty ass grind. Oh. Uh, like, sorry for my language, but whatever. Um, it, it was just really bad. Like that crime was terrible. It was like wait here, and uh, you know, well, six years. Well, that, like, that's six the thing. Yeah, like he didn't. It's not even the fact that uh, he messed up by saying he was someone else. That's mm -hmm. where he got screwed over. Is whenever he thought to himself, "Oh, maybe uh, if I this person," because because I don't think he gave them his name. Like he was like, "I'm just a visitor or whatnot." Mm -hmm. That was my only issue with the whole series. Like, well, mm. that I have like small nitpicks or like just my person. <laughs> it's just from my personal preference. But the one thing mm. I do find annoying is that they're just like, what was your reason for being here? It's like, they, these are your sentences, six years or, or something like that. And it's like, what? No, like visual presentation. Like even in the Mandalorian, some random crud nugget gets a hologram to show you what he looks like. Are you, are you telling me that this, this resort hotel place or whatever this is does not have hologram identification like Tatooine has makes no sense it's, it's like inconsistent like they needed it to not have that in order to get him onto that prison and on prison in a way that no one knew who he was that was stupid to me I, I actively found that stupid that that was a thing and that that's my biggest nitpick 
of the the show was just like they they wouldn't they would have they they wouldn't just arrest people and then say like all right you what's your name you're you're bob all right you're going to prison for six years they would be like ah yes you're this and you're a traitor or whatever because they would have found andor in a second and he would have been shipped off and then murdered for uh, crimes against the empire or shift to where he went and escaped anyways but whatever eh, that's my preference that's my thought process mm. but yeah what yeah <sighs> i thought what, what one of the funniest parts about this show was when okay. they break out of the prison mm-hmm. and the guy that plays schmeagles like i can't swim I yeah. knew that was going to happen, but for some odd reason, I just laughed at it because I was like, he can't swim. I mean, it was kind of like, sad that like, he's like, I can't swim and Andor gets pushed off and that's the, that's all you see of him. My brain instantly went to like, guys, why are we all just swimming like this? We have a facility full of like objects. We can build ourselves a boat mm-hmm. or heck. We can just request a like prisoner, like a uh, a new prisoner thing, and the second the new ship gets in, just freaking bum rush them, steal the ship, and then slowly just transport people off of the thing. There's mm-hmm. so many things they could do, and I was like, why is everyone just jumping out and swimming? Why is there no one jumping in there with some form of life vest, which I'm sure mm-hmm. they would have on this facility whenever you're surrounded by water, like. Oh no, it was kind of dumb, but it was funny that he's like, I can't swim. And then, you know, he didn't even try to. He just sat there awkwardly, which I, I can understand. If you don't know how to swim, you're going to get freaked out. But well, especially in like a tie, like the ocean, like that, like that would be terrible. Oh, yeah. Well, to to I mean, it's luckily enough for them. The first thing that I came to my mind when they all just started jumping in the water, I'm like, you just start seeing like sharks just coming up and just destroying them. That's what I thought was going to happen. Like, I'm like, this is it. Why are you guys all jumping out? Mm-hmm. And then they all, I get, I don't even know what ha- ends up. Like if they all make it or something like that. Cause you, after all those people were running away, it, the next episode is only two of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where did everyone else go? The survivability of these people would be a little more than just two people. Well, probably they went their own separate ways. Or they all got murdered or, or died. Yeah, or, or they died. You know, or they found the one ring and them. ran back into the cave. There are so many different ways for Smeagol to have gotten out. And I was just oh, so man. upset with that. So the, the old guy dying, I, I knew was coming. But the mm-hmm. way he went out was a little surprising. It was a little more uh, shocking th- for me. So I think actually there was an Easter egg with the prison. I don't know. I have to research this. Okay. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. There's that battle between Rey and um, oh Kylo Ren, and that's when he has like the visions of his father. Like Kylo Ren has visions of Han Solo, and okay. they're on a water prison, like an old Imperial prison. Uh, so I wonder if that's it. Uh, I'd have to research it to see if that's the same one. I have no one. idea. That and there was something that I thought. Uh, was a something going on in the show but turned out it wasn't Mm. so at the beginning of the show like every time that was at that that place that andor worked at uh like at the beginning that town that his mom lives in Mm -hmm. the guy rings the bell with the hammers yeah i thought that was clarence brown because it looked like clancy brown who's Um, that 
uh, he's the guy from Shawshank Redemption. He's also the voice of uh, the assistant for Zuko in Avatar Last Airbender. I'm trying to think what else you would know him from. Um, Zim. Uh, that's uh, Zim from uh, Starship Troopers. I don't know if you remember. Uh, nope, the not very good with names. Zim. I'll be honest. Man, if you looked him up, you would know exactly who uh, it yeah, is. I We've talked about him before. Yeah, so um, he he was he's been doing a lot of roles lately. So I thought it was him. I was like, oh man, he's in Star Wars, and I was like, oh wait, oh, he's okay, already been. Okay, in Star he's Wars. the warden from Shawshank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's not the warden. warden. He's yeah. one of the security people. Yeah, he's the one that it, about <coughs> his, his uh, wife. Yeah, yeah, his wife. Yeah, so yeah. But yeah, no, like, uh, I don't know if it's the same prison that they fought on. That would be kind of cool. Like, cool little small Easter egg. Um, well, I, but... I, I noticed that the, the show did a lot of Easter eggs at different mm-hmm. points. Like, in one of the things, whenever they're naming all the stuff that was stolen, uh, they mentioned Jakku. Yeah. Which is where Ray's from. Yep. Um, they, they also mentioned some of the things that they stole, and I think one of them was a command droid. Yes. Um, they, they mentioned like a droid of some sort, and I'm wondering if that is what is referenced from Rogue One, the one mm-hmm. uh, droid that they stole from the Empire that they repurposed. Yeah. Fixed up. The the guy that play the guy that voices that droid is uh, the pirate from Dodgeball. So. Dodge. Yeah, he's like army booty. <laughs> <laughs> I forget his name. Um, dang, his name was Steve the Pirate in Dodgeball. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Alan yeah he plays. Yeah, he plays the droid in. See, Rogue One. You, that's what you think of. I look at him. You know who I see? Mm. Firefly. Oh yeah, he was in Firefly. I mm-hmm. forgot all about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah sad yeah. story of Firefly, mm-hmm. which you won't. Okay, it's not the sad story of Firefly. If you're watching the Serenity movie, it's depressing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, is that the guy? Yeah. Wait, I thought the guy. I could be wrong. I don't know. No, you you you're you're probably right because I think he did do voices. Oh wait, like the voice of the droid? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He he he, hundred percent did the voice of the droid. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Rogue One. Yep. Yep. Alan Tudyk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 So, okay. So whenever you you said him, he was also in, he was also in the show, but as the other one that was, that like choked him or whatever, Mm -hmm. he, he, he reprised his role for that. So I guess he's going to be the voice of all those units. Which is oh, it's, cool. It's fine. That's all with that. I like that guy. He's hilarious to me. I like him a lot. Yeah, yeah. He's he's funny. Uh, he was also yeah. I forgot he was in Firefly, but he was also in Knight's Tale. That's the movie I really remember him from because of Heath Ledger. Uh, it's one of Heath Ledger's movies that was really well done. So yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, I didn't realize he was in. The the only other that there was a couple actors like I recognize. And the other one was um, uh, his mom, uh, Andor's mom. You know who she's oh, yeah. from? Uh, I don't know. She's from the Harry Potter movies. She's Harry Potter's uh, like aunt who's like horrible. Who's like, they always wanted a wizard in the family. 
She was a wizard. <laughs> Mommy, they always loved their little wizard child. Like, I, that's... Whenever she was talking, I'm like, I recognize her. I've seen her from... Mm -hmm. And then I looked up who she was, and sure enough... Yeah, because I was going to say the original Mon Martha girl that's mm -hmm. in this is in Rogue One. She's the same actress. Oh, okay. So, that, I mean, that makes sense. That yeah, why wouldn't she was young in there and her. she's young in this one, so it worked out. I, I assume yeah. that they were going to try to keep as much as the you know, mm -hmm. which, okay, Austin, that's something I want to ask you, right? Mm -hmm. So, I know a lot of people kind of like complained about Star Wars like continuing the story like no one was really thrilled with the sequel shows or movies mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and it seems like they have dialed back and like are trying to create series based mm -hmm. in the original timeline of the star wars yeah and stay out staying out of pre um prequel stuff yeah, I think I think they're doing that because they realized how bad the last three movies were to them. Well, I mean, they could have uh, just planned it just a little bit and it would have worked. Yeah, there was no planning I done. I think that it really hurt them and it hurt uh, them going forward as like continuing that saga. Mm -hmm. uh, so instead of continuing the saga, they filled the holes, like the gaps in the holes, and they're trying to fill those. But you can also do in the gaps. Um, you know, you don't, you don't have to do, you know, you can make your own original character and just put them in and be like, oh, it's part of this. And then mm -hmm. you're like, oh, okay. Like this whole story was part of the, about the, Andor was about the building of the rebellion and like, you know, the rebels becoming like a, you know, a thing, a force to reckon with. Uh, Cause after the heist, it becomes clear that like, you know, it hurt the empire. It's um, okay. That is one thing I did like that the show did. Mm -hmm. is not only that the heist hurt the empire but then mm -hmm. you find out the guy orchestrated the heist not to take the money alone mm -hmm. he also wanted the empire to overreact to it and then that would cause people to become hurt by them and fight back which is exactly what happened exactly what happens till the end of the empire that the empire does not like what they did so they react by imposing horrible laws on them which in turn make them get more angry which then they act react more and then that imposes more issues and then it just becomes a complete tyranny of the empire where before before all that was done they were slowly choking them out which like the one yeah. guy said he's like they're slowly choking us out and we're almost we almost don't realize the squeeze anymore mm -hmm. um so i need them to react so that way they would grip harder and make people react and it's that's like the level of dark backhanded like motive setups that like game of thrones kind of did which is why i called it like game of thrones light or baby's mm -hmm. first game of thrones because i i did find it funny that they tried to show the rebels as bad guys occasionally and kind of kind of did all that mm -hmm. stuff like even mm -hmm. um who was the person that told the one woman who who told um was her name Vel? i think was Vel the other rebel i think Vel was the other rebel that she basically got told hey you gotta kill andor because like he's a loose end type deal thing okay and yeah. it's like yeah they're i'm wondering if the show is going to show that 
neither the Empire nor the Rebels were good individuals. And neither of them were great, but, you know, one at least fought for the idea of freedom, the other one fought for, like, this evil Emperor who we don't like. And I think it's going to be interesting if they continue Andor to see worlds where they actually prospered because of the Empire's rule and not just what you see on Hindi or Hundi, Hundaini. The, the place with the stars, where the... the Hunatha? Hunadi. I, I, don't, I don't know what's yeah. going on. Where that place, where where all those people were basically subjugated and forced away from their land. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not all planets are going to be like that. Some of those planets will be like backwater places, but because the Empire is there, it has cleaned up and it's a nicer place. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I wonder if that's what they're going to do in the next season or so. If they want to make it more morally gray between this idea of the Empire and the um, the Rebels. Mm-hmm. I will also say this now. Because of the fact that the Senators are still a thing, mm-hmm. the, 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 prequel, the sequel series makes no sense now. Yeah, I think that they're going to try to wipe the series. No, like the they can't. They're, they're, there's they, two things well, they could do. They're, there's two things they could do with that. They could either one... Days of Future past it and like alter the timeline and make it not exist. But like be like, oh, you gotta watch the originals in order to watch, understand the alternate to blah blah. Or two, they just never touch it again. They try yeah. never to explain it and go any further over it and just like push it to the side and continue with what they start creating from the on, which is probably mm-hmm. the smarter and better route to do. Yeah. People are tired of seeing the Star Star Walkers. We like the Star Walkers that we were introduced to, but because of how badly they butcher them, no one wants to visit them anymore. Because it's like, I'm Ray Palpatine. Scratch that. Skywalker. And it's like, how dare you do that? Like, Palpatine took everything from the Skywalkers. Now you're the last of them, so you're taking their name too? Great. Freaking A, man. Yeah. Horrible person. Hmm. I don't care what you I don't care like the whole idea of you like it upsets me a little uh, bit that they're not going to touch it because one of my favorite actors actually uh like not for those movies but like for other movies I've watched him in uh he's gonna get a bad rap for a long time because he played you know he played in those show those movies and it's uh it's Adam Adam Driver Driver. no Adam Driver's fine Adam Driver (laughs) is legitly an amazing actor Mm-hmm. Everything he's been in besides the Star Wars films, he's been amazing. In the Star Wars films, he's not that bad either. Like, he's he's able to yeah. handle and, and do a good show. The script itself was horrible, and the show, the movie itself was bad. I feel the same way about Gwendolyn Christie. I would love to see, like, Captain Pla- Phasma or whatever, whatever her name was in that be more prominent. But... She was just tossed to the side every single time. And it's like, I don't want them to visit this because they, they deserve better. Yeah, they <laughs> Get, do. Just, just swipe it to the side. Let's never revisit. Let's never go with that. Well, I would love to I'm see okay like them just to swipe it to the side and just say, hey, this is not something I want to do. But they do bring back some of those actors to do other roles. I'd be okay no, with that. But since I they're would, in that I would be okay timeline, with them doing like side stuff with them you know like for instance we have a series about x character and in that series um captain phasma and kylo ren show up but they're like main antagonists and you actually see them do horrible evil bad stuff and they live up to their names 
I'm cool with that. I don't want them to come back as new characters because then that, that kind of causes another issue with the whole like, ah, can't go watch this and see that. Like, Anakin yeah. shows up now and it's like, oh, there's Anakin. But yeah, that's true. He's a whole different actor. It, it, it's weird. I don't know. Like, that. that's also my preference. So mm-hmm. who am I? I'm just a, a fat guy on the internet just spewing out his own opinions on it. So it means nothing, yeah. honestly. But... I would like them to go with more darker route. The sequel series is BS because the second the Empire falls, you know what would happen there. Mm. There would be a huge power vacuum and every single one of those senators in that room would be trying to claim it. And there would be civil war throughout the whole galaxy. I don't think the five of the, the, the first order could even be created from that because mm. all the senators would just start bickering and fighting with each other. It makes no sense. I'm like, whatever let's just enjoy andor because it's simpler it's easier you know you have this big bad guys that has already established on where they came from and we can just be here and be like "Ooh, we don't like um let's start blowing up ships done good <laughs> i do want to watch the bad batch though i didn't know that came out already yeah or, season or maybe two maybe i didn't know that season two came out already mm-hmm. i i've never seen any of them i like the concept oh, okay. of the bad batch i thought the bad batch was going to be a live action but i guess it's animated yes it is okay okay i'm down for, for watching that sometime i like animation maybe i'll just sneak that in on my own off to the side oh man yeah because like i didn't know that you were into something like that like i i kind of like felt like that man. well yeah. so you think we're watching gravity falls next week <laughs> like animation. and I, I also like the comedy of it uh, yeah, so speaking about that, next week we are doing Gravity Falls. Oh, okay. Are, are we done with Andor? Are you yeah, done with me yeah, ranting yeah. at you I think, about I think, the, I think that the lost I, gem of what Star Wars could have been if they tried a yeah, little harder, yeah, plan yeah. things out? But yeah, yeah. I, I think Andor was, was a good show. Um, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they continue with it, and even the people I don't really care about on the show um, could be interesting to me. Uh, I'm, I'm totally cool with that. That's my take. Mm-hmm. You have any last words yeah. on Andor before we start talking about what we're going to do? <laughs> no, uh, I think that this is a good turning point for Disney yeah. uh, with their Star Wars material. I thought Mandalorian has turned that corner for those like coming forward. Uh, Seems you know, like because they're now we had a lot of adapting. Yeah, because you know we had a lot of crap. It was like you know those pre, you know the sequels, and then we had uh, ha- the solo movie, which was a nightmare supposedly in the filming and everything. And then they had to bring Ron Howard in to try to fix it. It just was been a nightmare, and you know, and I think that they're down to a point where they can get original characters to get p- the Star Wars fans excited, and I think Andor did that. And I think that moving forward. Uh, you know, because Mandalorian's coming out this year, season three is coming out. Uh, so we'll see where that goes. Uh, you know, I feel like how I feel with most shows is a good show can run about six or seven seasons. After that, you're just playing too much. And I feel that like Disney knows that and they're bringing out content that is like new episodes of new characters and then like just adapting to the original storyline or just bringing in some things to be like, hey, this is still Star Wars, Um, but the writing's getting a lot better than it was before. (laughs) So I will say that. 
Um, but overall, I liked Andor. I'm excited. It, definitely there's going to be a season two because how it ended is like Andor is saying, like, you know, I'm, I'm ready for the rebellion now. You know, I'm ready to join the rebels yeah, kind of deal. So <laughs> I'm ready yeah. to be here to, to fight and kill things. I'm, yeah. I'm here to do yeah. this. I, I do also, I do have to say this too. There was another person I did recognize. Did you mm-hmm. recognize who the leader of the defense organization was? You don't know? He was in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Do you remember uh, in the later parts of uh, Game of Thrones when Cersei gets the, I think it's like the pyromancers to be mm-hmm. him and she has that little guy who's like always by her and Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's, that's him. He's the defense Yeah, guy. yeah. When he started that, talking, I'm... I instantly was like, I recognize this guy's voice and then after looking at him for a bit, I'm like, ah, that's what he's from. Okay. Yep, no, I just wanted to say that because I, I, I <laughs> it was fine. I wanted to say it. Um, yet another Game of Thrones kit person has joined the Star Wars universe. You had Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah. You had yeah. um, uh, what's his face? Gabriel Pastel. Gabriel Pastel. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, there's a handful. You you even had uh, what what's um, uh, Gwendolyn Christie. Pedro Pascal. Um, oh, there was another one. I can't even think of who it is now. Yeah, me too. Oh, wow. But yeah, that, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones people keep keep coming in. Of course they are because they were good actors. Boston. Next week, mm-hmm. we're going to watch a show that I really like. I watch it every fall. And I was originally going to wait for fall, but because the spooky season is the spooky season, they can't constantly release new and new things that we just always watch on birds and shows i wanted to get this out of the way because it's a show that i really like and honestly you can watch it at any point summer would be great fall would be great um january is even better because it's my birthday month so i'm going for sure to watch it and that's gravity falls is the show we're going to watch next week it's two seasons so we'll watch season one of gravity falls uh next week um All right. It's on Hulu and Disney, but watch it on Hulu because Disney edited out like little sight gags because they deemed them either not good for kids or too closely related to religious stuff. So watch mm-hmm. it on Hulu. Definitely. All right. Sounds good. All right. And that's how uh, that's what we do. Austin. So awesome. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode mm-hmm. of Bros and Shows. I, I enjoyed the episode because I was able to rant furiously about <laughs> what star wars could have been even though yeah. i do not consider myself that big of a star wars fan i just mm. i i think i could have been if if i was a little bit older yeah but yeah what can you do well that's it for us today thank you all for, so much for stopping by and thank you all so much tuning in <laughs>